Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the Goofs and Gambles podcast. My name is Joe Pulte, joined always by my cohort, Mr. Jordan Collins. What is up, Pulte? How you doing, pal? Joko, I am doing great. What a weekend. Uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun. Um, first, I got to hear you went to uh, two games, actually, right? I almost went to three in two days. Uh, unfortunately, your FSU people got me two ways to Friday night. <laughs> uh, when FSU wins, it is damn near Super Bowl. Yes. Status of celebrating. Were you uh, at Key Bar? Was at Key Bar. How was that? How um, was the atmosphere? It's, it's a combo of a nightclub with a little bit of football game going on in the background. <laughs> I heard the Knowles chant remix into a dubstep song. Uh, it, it was absolutely fucking banana land over there. Did they do the um, the Bobby Bowden drink? The um, uh, Coke and Peanuts? Coke and Peanuts. Yes, not only they did that, uh, they also had, I saw this old lady order a vodka Red Bull, which is amazing already dope but then the bartender just out of habit handed her a full-blown red bull can shotgun vodka in the thing vodka in the can and just handed it to her got a, got florida a you tallahassee people know how to keep it classy <laughs> gotta love sixth street so even then i'm seeing this lady she's probably i don't know she's got to be in the 50s to 60 range and she's just like i don't know what to do with this <laughs> and so there's like I guess her kid or grandson one of the two was like well you gotta so I was watching somebody have their first shotgun and I was like man whew, 60 years into this and this is your first time doing this this is uh that's why we love college football god college football is absolutely fantastic it is there's no other there's nothing like it maybe Premier League it is really good and I'm just really glad because last year or so you know obviously it's been a while since florida state was good and i had fallen out of love and so far this year i'm fully back on i'm back on the bandwagon back on the juice um i've enjoyed not just fsu but i've enjoyed some of the other programs the ups and downs um so no it's been nice it's nice to see these schools like uh these non-power five schools get some attention app state again with the circus win yep uh, unbelievable. Good for them. Uh, well done. Deserved on game day. You have, uh, who was that guy? Long neck, ice cold, blanking out on the name. Doesn't matter. He was there. It was a good time to win a game Pat on a hill. You got Pat McAfee, of course. But good time to have a mic or like a spotlight on you. And you absolutely played well like that. It was awesome to see. Yep. Uh, Miami, Texas A&M, first sold-out crowd, 107,000 people in attendance. Yeah. Uh, both of those teams are awful. <laughs> yes. But, hey, it was good to see college football still alive and well, even though a devastating loss to Aggies. They still bounced back. I'm trying to think of another recap game. Uh, Texas avoided the letdown game. Uh, they avoided the second half letdown. First half there was a little rocky. Got out to a little maybe slow start maybe a little hangover from the previous game so i went to the tailgates and i was i was exhausted from friday night <laughs> and i could literally see the energy from i don't know bevo boulevard the whole tailgate area was at max 75 percent up bevo the cow no just <laughs> the tailgaters in general okay just the fans in attendance and i could tell definitely like okay this is not good if we're at 75% and we're not even doing a damn thing, I can only imagine what the players are. Yeah. And I saw it. Yeah, it definitely was. Like, even during the Texas fight chance, 
I was like, man, last week was like, I couldn't hear myself think. Yeah. I'm having a full-blown conversation with somebody during, and I was like, man, this is completely different atmosphere. Very different. But I sat in the, the UTSA den. Uh, those probably are the most annoying fans of all time. Well-deserving uh, of that award so far. I <laughs> love the Alabama fans. I wish they were back compared to them. Really? Yes. More, you more than A&M fans? Uh, that's not the point of, of my live attendance games. Yeah, I'd rather have the Alabama fans back. UTSA was... I'm trying to say this without being offensive, but it was very extremely loud screaming for no reason. Interesting. First down was like they, and I get it. That's probably their Super Bowl. It's like at the Express game when you get those random, that little section over there. We always look to our right, and there's 40 people over there, and they're like the players' families. Yeah, and uh, you're like, holy shit, that's seems like, like oh, way man, more important. There's like fans of this random, the, the Roadrunners or whoever. <laughs> oh, man. Tonight. So, and it was literally like, and I get it. A lot of these kids that are at UTSA, let's be real simple here, yeah. real cut and dry. The reason why they're there is because they didn't get into UT. So there's probably a little bit of hate to that. There's pro- uh, it, That's what it is. Gotcha. Um, Nobody chooses to go to the University of Texas at San Antonio if they had the choice to go to University of Texas at Austin. I mean, obviously, yeah, I would choose yeah, Texas. Of course. But that being said, I can see that there was a lot of hate, resentment. There's a little animosity going into the game. So, yes, UTSA fans, well done. Good, good attendance. Loud as hell. A lot of whistles, meep meeps. Uh, there was a guy. Give me a reenactment of what they do. Was like nonstop, but louder. I'm not a good whistler, but it's. And the that's probably yes. And anytime anything happened, it was oh like oh my gosh, like it was like a whistle. So happy to be a part of the war chant. And then somebody else was just screaming meep meep, <laughs> like a like a metal band. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, that's great. Uh, anyways, that was good. Uh, went into the next day. Came home around 1, 2 in the morning. Woke up. Drove to Dallas. Had to go see Joe Burrow in town. Was the Bengals' offensive line as bad in person? Yes. And uh, I'm pretty confident that's why I said the Cowboys would cover last on their show as well. Uh, Micah Parsons is my defensive player of the year already, Week two weeks in. Really? Lock it in. Uh, I already got him in at five, five to one odds. How many sacks did he have? I think he had like three. He had two or three. Oh. But then he caused about seven of them, I feel. Like, <laughs> he was the reason that he is the absolute game wrecker. I haven't seen a person like that since, like, I don't know, early career of Khalil Mack, Aaron Donald last year. I He is the same person. Wow. Uh, I know those are different positions, but like, still, he definitely is a one-man wrecking crew. Do out there. you know? Because you missed—I mean, you were at the game, so you missed the other uh, games. Do you know what other player had three sacks this past week? Who I may have had a bet on before the season and talked about it. Hutchinson, right? Yeah, Aiden yeah. Hutchinson over over under uh, seven and a half sacks. He had three against Carson Wentz. And I think and he's already hurt, right? Hutchinson? Yeah, I think he got uh, he was hurt in that game. Oh no, he I mean he finished the game. Oh, okay. Um and so he's got three right there, right? He just needs five the rest of the year. 
and the Lions play the Bengals at some point. So, the Lions also play the Bears twice. So that's, That was a big reason why I thought it was, because I thought the Bears would actually have the worst offensive line. Turns out they have the, maybe the third worst, but... Yeah, uh, once again, they th- that team just needs to be – just hit a restart. So after the Cowboys game, right, you stay for the Chili Peppers concert. Actually, uh, after the Cowboy game, I was able to walk to Texas Live. Okay. Uh, I missed whatever bullshit opener that they had. I saw about three minutes of the strokes. But I literally was able to watch the Bears' first half, Bears-Packers' first half. And that itself was a roller coaster of emotions. I'm wearing a Justin Fields jersey in Dallas – at the Cowboy game. I'm, it's Bears-Packers week. I don't... So Bears-Packers week, you say that uh, because they're a big rival of the of the Bears. It's the only NFL rival. Of the Bears. It's the only NFL rivalry there is. That has history, historical... it really be a rivalry? Because... Yes, because it's still an even match. Even though the last... <laughs> what? Even though the last 12 years have been rough. <laughs> we are still evenly like... 12 years? Before I think... that was Brett Favre. Yeah, and we still we, we handle Brett Favre. <laughs> look at look I don't at the, think people remember it that Look way. at the goddamn record books, Joe. I don't think people remember here, it that way, but I'm pulling this up right now. We'll talk I'm sure we'll sure we'll talk about it here in a second. Yeah, I just love that this is gonna make you so mad, but if you asked a hundred random NFL fans when do you think the last time the Bears beat the Packers, I think they're gonna say like nineteen eighty two. They would say Thanksgiving twenty fifteen on Brett Favre retirement night in Lambeau. It's still <laughs> Oh, that's great. Yeah. Okay. Fuck you, Joe. It's Bears hun- Packers rivalry. Okay. It's a hundred and they are definitely leading right now. They weren't for a little bit. Hundred and four to ninety five. No, that's not that bad. The longest win streak is currently right now, and I think that is the Packers at ten. Or no, Packers currently have seven right now. Uh, longest win streak for the Bears has been eight. That's four straight years. Packers have had 10 in 1994 to 1998, which were the peak years. but then we took over when Lovey Smith was a coach. Do you think it's fair fair for an, an, a random NFL fan of any fan base today to not include Bears-Packers in the top five rivalries? They're not an NFL fan. <laughs> I don't... There's, okay. there's only, like, a few real rivalries left. There's some 25-year-old out there who... Basically, would have been younger than thirteen the last time the Bears really were like good and really dominated the Packers. Look, I don't want to hear the slander joke. <laughs> All right, let's get into the recap of college football. Just kind of talk about our picks. Yep. Um, Joe, you had Florida State. Little homerism by you, but it worked out. And no, you actually I, said, said I, I meant it in a non-homerism way because you, I would normally pick against them. You said Florida State by a touchdown. Yeah, I that was correct. So you went alternate spread. Yeah, and said, "Hey, Florida State's going to knock the shit out of them." Uh, I mean, to be honest, I didn't think we would necessarily destroy them. I didn't think they were as good offensively as they were. We could not. That's keep not, their quarterback contained at all. Ooh, that's uh, a JD Martinez bomb right there. Sorry to get distracted. We have a little baseball going on in the background. Yeah. Uh, that being said, no, but Joe, I mean, you went to a backup QB. Uh, Jordan Travis, I think, is okay. Yeah, I think it might be another week. They might just play uh, Tate this week. Cool, you got Boston College. That's kind of a tune-up game in the first, like a tune-up ACC game. Correct. So, good. And, I mean, it's not like your backup did bad. 
No. Uh, well, actually, I mean, he was really rough in the first half. Yeah. Shit. You threw him out to the Wolves. I, uh, yes. And we didn't really play into the matchups. What I like about this FSU team is that we know we have clear, specific matchup problems for the other team that we cause. For example, we have a 6'7", like 250 wide receiver, Johnny Wilson, who, I mean, he looks like Calvin Johnson out there. Like, he just looks bigger, so much bigger than the defensive back. Couldn't take my eyes off of him. He looked ginormous yeah. out there. Like, I was like, damn, who is this kid? Where did he come from? He's over there mossing uh, Jarvis Brownlee, which, I mean, just <laughs> the humble pie that that guy ate. What did he say? I circled this on my calendar just to get mossed? Yeah, essentially, yeah. That's what happened. Um, so, I mean, yeah, the, the game was good. It did not feel like we dominated the game at all. Um, I feel lucky to have gotten out of there with the win. Um, they Louisville just kind of crumbled in the fourth quarter. Uh, but that being said, I'll take it. I think you should give your Nils a little bit more credit. I think they look pretty damn well for what they just had to go through, especially in Louisville. I'm very happy with the offense. Sold out crowd. Very happy with the offense. Happy with both the quarterback play. Um, the defense I, I do worry a little bit about. Yeah. But I just saw today per PFF, uh, FSU, I believe it's number one special teams in the country. And we have the number three offense. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot to like there. You know, this is a dumb stat I found out this morning. Do you know FSU is the first college football team to win their first three straight games on three different days? Correct. Yes, I did know that. What a bunch of fucking weirdos. And they're... Yes, very awkward. <laughs> Friday night football, Saturday night. Sunday. Sunday. And that yeah. was the LSU. Yeah, what a weird thing. Uh, yeah, that being said, good job, Joe. I lost that bet. Um, next one I had on my list was UT. They definitely covered. Uh, that, like we talked about, it was going to be a letdown game. Uh, they ended up still winning by 21 points in the second half. Yeah. So take that for what you will. We dropped in the AP poll. Even though we won by 21 and covered. I think people... The problem is that... With, with all the polls is that people vote but they don't watch the whole game right there's no way to watch right so they watch the first half and we're like ah this team well, ain't back or once once the storyline for the game is already made which is in the second quarter oh shit Texas is having trouble with mm. UTSA then people already think that and yeah they see them pull away in the end but all they care about is the first headline that comes up we're in the clickbait era of, you know... For sure. I saw it all over Twitter. Uh-oh. Texas is in trouble. Are they back? And it's like literally like 17 text messages came to me like, Jordan, your team sucks. And I get it. I'm, well, But man, uh, if this was 2022 or 2021 Longhorn program, yeah, we'd have lost that game. Yeah. We would have lost that game. Uh, the fact, like going into halftime tied, we would have shit in our own pants and like, went, what do we do? Yep. I'm so glad to see that they actually fought back. It's the first time I've seen... Like, this game probably was as important to me as the Alabama game. Really? Seeing that they could actually fight back. Like, okay. that legitimately... A fight back with a team that they know they can play to their level. Like, they're not playing down to their level. Okay. They were able to win by 21. Happy with it. You still feel good about your uh, championship pick? <laughs> uh, Notre Dame, no, but... Yeah, Notre Dame's definitely not. If you really want me to replace Notre Dame now, it's going to be with USC. I was going to say, our dogs from California. Uh, like I said, if you can, this was my biggest pick, my lock. USC, bet the minus 11. 
Bet the first quarter. Bet the second quarter. Bet the third quarter. Bet the fourth quarter. Bet the team total. Bet everything you possibly could, USC, and you will win. Um, that went 5-0. and oh. Really? Uh, it was, without a doubt, the easiest five picks I've ever made. Uh, USC, just as a little peek, yep. are favored by, or only six-point favorites to Oregon State. What? Exactly. Uh, I know what we're picking. I already have it locked in. I'm sure it's already moved since I've locked it in. But we'll see how that goes. Uh, next pick I had, I had Syracuse, which was an absolute shit show. And like I said, Syracuse in that dome, weird shit happens. I'm not sure if you saw that game, but it was. I think it almost went to overtime. Last second touchdown to win the game. Classic cover by Syracuse. Uh, Georgia. Georgia knocked the shit out of South Carolina. Nothing makes me happier seeing Spencer Rattler struggle as a cocky high school kid that he was. Yep. Guy couldn't score. Literally could not do anything right. That Georgia team, I feel bad for at the beginning of the year thinking that they were going to like have a Did recover. you see the South Carolina-Georgia controversy? Talk to me about it. Maybe I, I, I watched the game. Uh, it was like at some point at halftime or during a timeout, they like honored all the female athletes. And then it, like, took too long. And the South Carolina coach basically, like, was, like, ushering, trying to be like, why the fuck are these people out here, blah, blah, blah. This is a football game, blah, blah, blah. Took all this time and then drew up, like, the world's worst worst fourth and five play ever. <laughs> Sounds about right. I'm honest. Is that Will Muschamp still? Uh, I think no, it is. Think, is it? I think it is. Uh, yeah. He, he has absolutely fallen off since his UT days. But... The Georgia spread covered Spencer Rattler uh, for the remainder of the year. Fade Spencer Rattler until he is benched. Wow. Then South Carolina might actually have a shot. Um, the under hit on that game simply because Spencer Rattler could not score. Yeah. Like I said, Georgia will probably score 50. Or I think they ended up being 48-7. Still ended up going under. Uh, Nebraska. Oklahoma. That game, I was incorrect. And <laughs> that was uh, maybe your big learning. Uh, see, thing. we don't we, we either win or we learn here. We never lose. Yes. Uh, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking going into that week. <laughs> it, it was uh, probably a red flag when even our, our buddy Tristan was like, Jordan, you, you can't do this. And you're like, nope, nope. I just I felt like everything in there. Everything was leaned towards like a huge upset, big noon, all that kind of I stuff. Think you bet with your heart there. That's bet with my heart there. Um, good news is. Nebraska did not cover, but the under did hit because of how poorly Nebraska is. Uh, so that makes me feel good. I still watched that Oklahoma game. I was like, man, this Oklahoma offense is going to get stopped. Yep. They're not that great. They played against a JV high school team and ended up only putting up 48, I feel. Yeah. Uh, so that's a mistake. Uh, I think you had that a part of your teaser. Yep. So. Next one I had up was Western Kentucky, and it was always Western Kentucky. That team came out firing. The Hilltoppers. Oh, man. It was always Western Kentucky. Yes. Ended up losing in overtime by a field goal, but with the seven-point dog, you got to take that. Cal Notre Dame, I picked the over. I assumed that they would score. It was still a very ugly over. They got over the 40 points, and barely. Barely. Uh, Oregon, by a long shot. BYU coming off a huge win. Definitely set up for a letdown game. Oregon took advantage. Bo Nix. The game was over fast. Looked like the Bo Nix. We, we were all promised what Bo Nix would be. Yeah. 
that was pretty uh, Auburn. I did take Auburn against Penn State. Penn State might be for real. Yes, they put a whooping on them. I assume Big Ten schools aren't good against SEC, and but like I'm saying, I think SEC might be a little overrated, except for fair. the two big ones. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to go down the list. Old Dominion, the Puppy Gate Bowl. Can't can't kick dogs out of your own or puppies out of your own home territory. No. Uh, Virginia, Old Dominion did cover. Virginia did end up winning by one. They survived. They survived, but, I mean, good teams win, great teams cover. Old Dominion might be a great team. <laughs> uh, Washington against Michigan State. That one was a weird one. That's one we talked about where it's like, why is Michigan State a three-point dog to a unranked Washington team? Yeah. Well, there's a reason why. Yeah. I think it was like I felt like there was some – there was. Somebody knows something I don't in the books, and I think that's why I took Washington minus three. Easy enough. Yeah. Without a doubt. That was ugly, too. Never a doubt. Oh, Texas State Baylor. <laughs> the game I was supposed to go to just could not wake up in time. Yeah. Uh, Baylor basically walked away with it. Uh, Texas State did so poorly that they could not hit the over. So, one and one there. Uh, South Alabama at UCLA. That was a really good game. Yeah, I think I saw... South Alabama, 16-point dog, only lost by one, and it was a comeback win from UCLA. Yeah. It was 33-32, to 32, I believe. It's weird. Of all the, like, the random universities, like South Alabama is one that I like. But never if you hear. look at that UCLA game, there's like five people there. I think... I think Oakland Athletics would be very, like... Like Oakland Athletics would look at the same crowd, be the same thing. Like there was less than probably the Oakland. So there, there came out there was controversy today uh, with uh, Miami Hurricanes for a similar thing in that they got the Miami Hurricanes quarterback Tyler Van Dyke to say something along the lines of like he likes playing the road games because the atmosphere is so great, and you know Miami just isn't like that. And he didn't really mean it like an diss towards Miami Hurricanes fans, but of course you know clickbait people are gonna say oh Miami quarterback this is his own like fan base and stuff like that um, I don't blame him I think that's a similar thing for UCLA because I've seen that before where UCLA doesn't have how fans. do you not fill up the Rose Bowl you would think it's like iconic right like if I'm in town I don't know why I'll be in LA but if I'm in town I kind of want to go see it just to see it yeah 100% very odd that they can't fill that fucker up uh, in the Josh Rosen curse them as he left i think sometimes it we forget that universities are not all the same right like miami for example as much as i should on them is an amazing university really known for its international arts and like theater yeah they're a private school yeah i don't think people know that they're they, a very wealthy people don't realize private school. the miami hurricanes actual like enrollment like they have like seventeen thousand people <laughs> that's nothing very small i went to a community college that had three times that you know um <laughs> It, it's just very different. So, like, yeah, I, we shit on the Hurricane fans because the ones that they do have are very annoying. But also, like, you know, for what they have, they actually do have some good fans, I guess. Yeah, it's sad. I, it's sad to see. The, I, I feel like these brands should be able to fill out stadiums. Miami not filling out a stadium is gross. They should be able to. F- uh, it sucks because what they not should do is. Not even fill out. Like, 70% should be there. Or just build a smaller stadium. 
right? Yeah. The reason like the MLS games look so great is because those are only you know twenty thousand seat stadiums. They're not you know designed to be like the big house. For sure. You know, it just it makes the atmosphere better. Yeah. On to the next Liberty Biberty. Uh, they did cover. They did get the over. Yep. Marshall with a letdown game did not cover, but the over did hit. Texas Tech. Fuck those guys. <laughs> They could not get their shit together against North Carolina State. Uh, they were so bad that the over didn't hit. They, they didn't cover the spread of double digits. So we talked about this in, in our text thread with one of our, our friends. Uh, I just want to go on record and, and get your, your answer to this. Do you think that Texas Tech is the Louisville of the Big 12? Or is Louisville the Texas Tech of the ACC? I don't even know. Like, this is kind of like if think about it, both of them have one really famous quarterback, and outside that, a couple players here and there, but not really much to the program. To be honest, I don't know. I, I've never looked as tech as a threat. I just find their fans annoying. Um, I don't know how to like even categorize them. If I've I'm never look- been to Lubbock, so I don't know what kind of town that is, but. Uh, it's a drive-through town. Um, keep your windows up. Don't roll them down. It smells like absolute shit. Uh, I'm dead serious. It smells like it's like the oil manure. That's what it smells like driving through. <laughs> I've been there once for a game. Uh, frozen tortilla. So I don't know if you, Joe, you're a little new to the state of Texas. Sure. You're not used to traditions here, but uh, Texas Tech games, they throw tortillas at kickoff. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> You're fucking with me. See, I, th- I thought you, I, this is dead serious. So they're the Philadelphia Eagles of the NFL, well, fan base all, wise. The Eagles were incredible last night. <laughs> Good Second. for them, yeah. But that being said, so like when I was there, uh, we sat in the visitor section because that's where we're blocked off at, kind of like any soccer game. Okay. They threw frozen tortillas at us because typically Texas, Texas Tech are usually played like towards. Late October, early November. It's usually a later game. Past couple years, it's been earlier. But they threw frozen tortillas at the uh, the visitor section. And it hurt like hell. It was like a Frisbee hitting you. You weren't expecting it. Because a tortilla frozen still looks like a tortilla. <laughs> like a regular tortilla. That is... I need to go Google and uh, YouTube. No, I mean, uh, hey, you're welcome to this. come over Saturday. Uh, big grill out for the game. Not for any particular reason. I'm just very happy. It's an away game. I'm not tailgating. I'm, I'm very happy. I get a Saturday <laughs> back at my house. Okay. Other than that, uh, Texas Tech, go fuck yourself. Uh, just terrible <laughs> fan base. I do have some uh, tech facts here in a little bit if you want to go sure, through. Sure, yeah. Uh, so let's say UT's probably had her worst 10 years, right? This is probably the worst in UT football history. Yeah. Let's say from 2000 and... 10 to 2022 are it's been bleak yeah uh texas tech in our worst has been two and ten against us trying to find some more oh so they're in two and ten in like the last 12 years yeah so they've this is why they say this isn't a rivalry game this is something that we know we have to go into because fans are annoying and we're gonna probably be in a hostile environment all right, so so Texas rivals, right? 
number one, Oklahoma? I would honestly say it's A&M still, but if we're based on current ones... 1A, we... 1B, Oklahoma, Texas A&M? Yeah, and here's the thing. I actually... Is it number three, UTSA? <laughs> After this week? Uh, it, After you, you experienced the meep-meep? <laughs> no, and I, I trust me, if I... I was trying to like look back into my life of like terrible fans. Cowboys might be up there, but that's an NFL. But I'm looking at like going to UT games. Sooners, I respect. Uh, we're both on the same page as we're only good if the other team is good. Yeah. So like, I need Oklahoma to win out. Yeah. But lose to us in the middle of the season. Yes. Tech fans, that this is the only game they give a shit about. This is the only sellout they've had in like five years. What would hurt worse, losing to Baylor or to Tech? Losing to Tech. Okay. Because they're terrible. It's more of an embarrassment than anything. If we lose to Baylor, we lost to Baylor. What if you lost to Houston? That would suck because Houston lost to fucking Kansas. I just meant like this year or any year. I it, it's it, we don't ever play Houston, so I don't. We, there's not like a huge thing there. Yeah, it is weird that you never play Houston. No, it's like Florida State never plays UCF. It doesn't make any sense. Sooner or later, I mean, Houston was never a big football program until the last five years. Yeah. Okay. What else you got? Uh, more people watched the Texas-Bama game in 2022 than all of Texas Tech's games combined in 2021. A lot of people watched that Texas-Bama game. I think I saw it was like the most viewed football game in like the last three years or something. I'm talking about, okay, here, how about this? Big 12 championships in football, basketball, and baseball combined. Yep. Texas has 21. Texas Tech has seven. Okay. We have 10 national championships. Texas Tech has zero. Oof. Top four finishes in football, basketball, and baseball. We have 47. Texas Tech has two. Interesting. In lifetime. I thought Texas Tech was actually pretty good at baseball for some reason. They are good at baseball. They choke. They get to the World Series. So here's the thing with Texas Tech baseball. Uh, they have the wind blowing in from center field to home. Okay. Their rec- baseball pitchers are recruited are single singer ball pitchers to where they get easy pop-ups. It's very hard to hit out of the park. So they get a lot of singer ball pitchers that can pitch well. That's why you see a lot of low-scoring games from that area. Interesting. They typically win a lot at home. But here, I'll move on from the Texas Tech because we do have that later. Uh, Colorado did not cover. That was my bad. Jacksonville State did hit the over, and they covered, so that was beautiful on both sides. Tulane University hit the cover, and then they got the under. Iowa State, outright win Yeah, against Iowa. Yeah. So keep the points. Well, we knew Iowa was not good. And I think it went – it did not go under. This was a – well, I think they set the over-under really low. Too. I think it was in the 30s. I think yeah. it was like 38 from last time I remember. But, yeah, that being said, I missed that one. I think total I went 24-15. and 15. Joe, on your 10 picks, you went 6-4. and four. Yeah. So, pretty good damn day weekend for college football for us. Yeah. Me, yeah. But, like, for the most part, we had a good read on stuff. Um, you know, the tricky part is, uh, like us, getting involved in single bets versus parlays. You know, <laughs> like – Six and four is great if you do single bets, but if you do parlays, it can be tricky. See, um, I don't do parlays, Joe. I know. That is why I do teasers. 
and I went two and zero in my hey, college season. Good for you, Joe. Well, we had a good gambling week. Uh, everything except for NFL. It was awful. I I did pretty well in NFL actually. I I had a good better week. You uh, absolutely did. You went. I think I have it right here. So that's ten. You went twelve and six. Had a really good gambling week. Yeah, that's pretty good. I went eight and thirteen. Not so good. No. There was a few crazy comebacks there that uh, that helped me and hurt you. Um, yeah, that first game. Let's talk about it. Your boys with the unbelievable <sighs> two on nation is probably fucking. It was incredible. Um. If I am being honest, I only saw a piece of it uh, because uh, you weren't here, but we were here at your house. But myself and my wife, who is pregnant, um, took a little break. You know, we need to get her up, get her active, move her out a little bit. <laughs> um, we went for a ride and did some Pokemon Go in the middle of it. <laughs> they had their community hour. So we were we disappeared for probably 20, 30 minutes. When I left, it was a complete blowout. And I came back to see the last two touchdowns scored, and it was incredible. I did a Jalen Waddle touchdown dance. Um, other than that, I mean, it really kind of saved the first the one p.m. games because it was so exciting. Um, the rest of the games were kind of boring, kind of no real surprises. Yeah, because if you look at that, I'll game. give some credit to the Jets and Browns for having an exciting game, even though it really wasn't exciting until the last was, minute thirty. But even then, like. It shouldn't have been that exciting. <laughs> so, are you caught up on the Nick Chubb drama? No, help me out with that. So, two years ago, Nick Chubb uh, gets a breakaway, right, uh, to ice the game. And he can score a touchdown. And he does the thing that every coach Yeah, runs. he went down. He went down, right? And he got a lot of shit for it. Well, so, he went this year, right? This is what happened, is he had uh, a touchdown. And he could have... If Nick Chubb goes down, it's over. The game is absolutely nil it over. out. It's not even like a question of like, oh, they need more first downs. The game is over if he goes down. He scores the touchdown and they miss the extra point. <laughs> but even it. then, down thirteen, you still gotta feel pretty confident. Joe Flacco throws a sixty-six yard touchdown to Corey Davis somehow. I don't know how they let that happen. And then they get the onside kick. They come down. They score with twenty-two seconds left. Boom! Jets win. And so many survivor picks were thrown out. Yeah, I'm the only one. There's three people left in my work one. Nice. That being said, uh, I did get to watch some. I did like a little condensed version that NFL gives me mm-hmm. on the Sunday ticket. I watched a lot of it, actually. And uh, one key thing I took away from that is Garrett Wilson. I said this before. He was in my DraftKings lineup. Uh, is an absolute, like, he is insane. Yeah, he might be very I good. mean, Austin, Texas, shout out. Like Travis Kidd. That being said, dude, he is fucking nuts. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he starts getting rookie of the year talk. Who I mean, who would be the leaders right now for that? Uh, Probably Dotson with three touchdowns with the Commanders. Yeah. But, I mean, he's one sh- – Gary Wilson's one away from tying him. True. Uh, I mean, I was looking at a lot of the games. There was about three or four, t- like, targets that uh, Flacco that had were terrible, I think, out of the 14 that but he got. But here's the thing. In another week, they get – Zach Wilson back, and then their offense basically becomes the Bears. Do you think Zach Wilson's worse than Flacco? I'm I'm just saying they have to do it to Zach Wilson, right? They have to give it back to him. Yeah, yeah. I think 
uh, from a fantasy stat performance, yes, I think Zach Wilson is worse than Flacco. <laughs> Flacco well, I, Because I, I, I was really thinking about it. I was like, man, he got 14 targets. Garrett Wilson did. Four of them, three or four of them were like questionable throws by Flacco. I was like, man, if yeah. Wilson's back there, I think he'd throw it better. And we won't know until it happens. We got, what, two more weeks of this? I have never been impressed with Zach Wilson, but we will see. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I was just thinking, like, man, this is only going to get better for Wilson throughout the year if Zach Wilson comes back. They do seem a little bit friskier than, than people realize. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, next game, what do we have? Washington Commanders, and they played against the Lions, which good for the Dan Lions. Dan Campbell's. The mighty, mighty Motor City Dan Campbell's. Good God. Uh, as a Bears fan, I love that team, and it feels gross. I feel dirty. Have you have the Bears had any player on offense in the past ten years who's been as exciting as Amon Ross A. Brown? Ten years. You know what I I I really finally watched him like closely. He's uh, insane. In the one PM games. He's a sun god. He's not. It's not even just the fact that he's good. It's that you can look. And if you don't really know football, you can just watch him and know that he is better than whoever he's playing against. I know you didn't watch Hard Knocks, but this is really why I was like, this guy's a psycho. This is like what you see out of serial killers. Him being he, able to name the six. It, it would be different if he was doing like first name, last name, but he did. This pick, this team, this guy from this college. Yeah. Flat out. like, And he nailed 24 of them in a row. Serial killers have that mindset. I love it. Yeah, six-round steal for me in our draft. I love the guy. Uh, pretty fun to watch. Uh, Lions are good. I think Lions have fight in them. I think I, I think in our pregame show I said that they would go under. I'm feeling pretty shitty about that bet now. Yeah, I think that uh, if you replace Jared Goff with – just about any other quarterback, right? That team's a wild card team. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be, um, there's probably going to be some quarterbacks in the next draft. You're probably going to see the Lions take advantage of that. You think so? Yeah. I mean, I guess. That or they trade for Jimmy. Uh, who, who knows what the hell's going on there? Trade for Jimmy. I, that's so, kind of an irrelevant talk yeah, now. No one's going to trade for Jimmy now. We'll get to that here in a second. Buccaneers, Saints. Uh, I believe I had the Saints because of just Tom having a terrible time with the Saints. That was wrong. You were also wrong on that. Yes. Uh, you were correct on the Jags. I was wrong on the Washington. Or the... Shit, I'm going out of order. We were both wrong on the Washington Commanders. Correct. The Saints game, we were both wrong on. Uh, that being said, I saw the Mike Evans suspension reason. Yeah. Um, let him play fucking football. There should be no suspension, no ejections, no nothing. Uh, I think it's more to do with the history and the fact that Evans has been warned specifically about the Lattimore stuff before and the uh, um, just the fact that he did it kind of blindside in a way. It's just Let him play football. Eh, if anything, this just gives Mike Evans a week of rest. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, uh, they just signed uh, Cole Beasley. Don't know. So the thing about Scotty Miller is that Scotty Miller is good, 
and gets a lot of looks, but I feel like Scotty Miller misses a lot of easy stuff. And you didn't see this, but Brady was basically throwing temper tantrums the entire game. They actually showed it three or four times at the Cowboys Stadium. I mean, Which, that's what the whole altercation started is he is, you know, 30 yards down the field, jawing at the refs, basically pulling a crisp ball uh, mm. thing, and it was just, uh, it was a little ridiculous. Yeah, Brady seems like he's having a hard time. He's angry, right? He's, yeah. not, he's not sleeping well. He's not doing what he's supposed to be. His face looks like a fucking skeleton. Something's going on. We don't know what. Does he have AIDS? No. Is he going to come out like a Magic Johnson thing? Mm, I don't think it is. Something's fucking weird. It is weird. It's it's a midlife crisis. That's all. That's fine. Well, anyways, they ended up with the win. Yes. They are 2-0. Yeah. One of the few 2-0 teams left. Uh, Colts at the Jags. Once again, we all we knew. We knew that Colts can't win in Jacksonville. I took the Colts anyways, thinking that that would break the trend. Yep. That's me being a dipshit. Um, that being said, I lost so many DraftKings daily fantasies because I had Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Paris Campbell. Oof. That's a, that's a big oof there. Yeah, you can't have that. You can't have a guy go over and your most expensive player gets seven points. What I mistook was, for me, in having Jonathan Taylor is... I remembered that, like, the AFC, um, what are they, the AFC, AFC South, South uh, running backs typically have huge games against the Jaguars. Like, Derrick Henry, you just assume he's going to put up 80 points against the Jaguars every time. And I forgot that that works for Derrick Henry and not anybody else. So, I know we talked about it last time. Um, I don't really think Carson Wentz was a problem last year. No. I don't think Matt Ryan's a problem this year. Maybe. Had really bad throws, but... No. There's some terrible offensive play calling there because it is now becoming blatantly obvious. We talked you, a little bit about the first coach fired. Right now, it's, it's not basically a two-person race. It's not Mike McCarthy anymore. I no. think it's... <laughs> it's it's going to be Frank Wright. Or Matt Rule. And Matt Rule's looking pretty rough, too. On to our next game. Panthers at the Giants... Giants pulled it out again. They are 2-0 as well. Probably the more unlikely 2-0 team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think people were a little pessimistic. Um, people kind of just were... People were saying that they were going to be the worst team in baseball. So it's... It's... Def- or not... Jesus. Worst team in football. Like they yeah. were going to have a number one draft pick. Uh, that being said, I mean... Hey, good for them. 2-0. Really fucking after draft stock when it starts going downhill for them. I still think they're going to have a rough year. I still think they're not going to make the playoffs. We'll have a little sneak peek of what I think about their game next week. Uh, that being said, next game we have on the list for the noon games was Patriots and the Steelers. Uh, yes. In my mind, never a fucking doubt. Uh, it wasn't a pretty game. Um, it certainly was not pretty. Uh, I watched it with a Patriots fan here at your house. And, and he seemed bored with it as well, didn't he? He was uh, much more interested in the other games when we could get them to work. We forgot to say, uh, yeah, shout Sunday out to DirecTV for just shitting the bed for everyone. Let's 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 take that tone back. Um, they are paying people. for They are reimbursing people. Are they? Yeah, so you know what? 
They could just say, fuck you, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, they're good. <laughs> they have they're a goddamn monopoly on it. Yeah. They could say, fuck you, what are you going to do? And they still gave me a reimbursement of $16.33. Okay. Better than nothing. Yeah. Not too upset with it. Makes about sense. But yeah, uh, Patriots, simple enough. I watched a little bit of it. It looked exactly what I thought. Uh, a lot of the offensive players were schemed around Minka Fitzpatrick. That's really all it was. It was pretty boring football. Run the clock. Pretty much, Make yeah. sure Minka doesn't get involved because he will fuck the game up for you. Yep. And they mission accomplished. They did that. Uh, so I hit on the money line there and the under. One of my few wins this week. Yeah. Next game was Falcons at the, what was it, the Rams? Rams. Yep. And like I said, Falcons have no quit in them. I don't think it's... Uh, Falcons no have quit no quit in them. They're the Detroit Lions. Same, same. I think it's the Rams will let anyone back into the game. Yeah, this Rams team started off hot. It was, I think it was a 20-point lead on them. Yeah. Then they were, the Falcons were able to come back, give backdoor cover, classic. Uh, also one of my wins, the overs hit. Pretty good week on that. Nothing there. Nothing I really got from that. Maybe start Cordell Patterson in a couple leagues next year in a daily fantasy. Cannot believe how cheap he went in so many leagues and he's still putting up Yeah, the same numbers. Same numbers. Pretty insane. Uh, next game, we had the Seahawks at the 49ers. This is a pretty interesting game. I had the Seahawks plus nine. I think if Trey Lance stayed in the game, I would have won this bet. Yes, I think so. I, I think, think the fact the... Jimmy G came in. 100% improved that team. Jimmy G came in and they immediately looked better. It almost looked like, I, I was trying to think of how to explain this when I was like watching it on my TV. Uh, Trey Lance was in slow-mo and the plays were all off and everybody's timing was terrible. Yeah. But damn, it looked like everything was faster, a step quicker when Jimmy G stepped on foot. Everything was much more smooth and clean, clean about it. Um, yeah, I'm pretty confident Seahawks would have covered, if not gotten... The game somewhat close if Trey Lance is out. Uh, Trey Lance twisted his ankle, probably out for the year. Broke his ankle. Uh, he had a little small twist. <laughs> yep, he is definitely out for the season. Rub some dirt on it. <laughs> and now we got to talk because the Rams are really frisky. They went from uh, let's just see what Trey Lance can do to, uh, well, shit, now all the other guys got to deal with them because. We saw what they could do last year. So, jam of the year for me is already moving up a couple points. Uh, Lynch with the 49ers for signing Jimmy G to the most expensive backup role. Yeah. Well done. It's almost like he saw it coming. Yeah. Unfortunately, did not see it when he was doing drafting the third pick overall. No. <laughs> what an absolute. Rough. You traded away the future for that guy. They really did. Um,. But, I mean, we'll see. They're now frisky, and they're definitely in a weaker division than they've been in the past. Um, so, can they catch up to the Rams? I think they probably could. I would, I'm would. i looking at the future. I should probably look at the futures now, but I would put a ticket on the 49ers to win. They don't really have – their their weakness is injuries, which, you know, injuries are usually, uh, you know, you go and – Good times and bad times. So they've had some bad times recently. Odds are maybe the rest of the year they're are better. They're healthier. There's something weird with this Rams team. 
doesn't make any sense. I, no, I think it does. I think this happens with a lot of Super Bowl teams or things like that where they are successful. You know what happens? They get put in a shit ton of commercials. I've never seen more Matt Stafford commercials, more Sean McVay commercials. I think they've become more into like, hey, I'm a star now. If commercials meant... Uh, no, I just think play, they get distracted Baker based on... Mayfield will be an MVP. I think that's why it's not that good. <laughs> you think Progressive ruined him? Yeah, I love his commercials. If there's if there's an MVP for best commercial, it's Baker Mayfield by a mile every single year. It's kind of a shame he's not good because uh, I feel like there's a chance that he could have like filled that Peyton void for us of like a current quarterback who's good in commercials, good in other stuff, has a little bit of humor, has a little bit of edge to him. <laughs> uh, we don't have that really right now. Yeah, so just looked it up. Uh, Rams are still a plus 125 for the division champs. 49ers are a plus 165. Mm-hmm. I can't help but think, like, hey, put a little put a little half a uni on that. Just kind of let it grow on the 49ers. I think 49ers are going to start winning more games now that Jimmy G's there. One and one. Uh, I think they can handle the Cardinals. I think they can handle the Seahawks the next time they play. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, it turns out the Seahawks had their 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 version of their own Super Bowl and now are not. (laughs) Yeah, and I just found this out. He was using the same hand signal. We'll go. We'll talk about this in a little bit. Oh, that was Russ. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? Uh, (laughs) Next game was the Cowboys Bengals. We kind of talked about a little earlier, just because I was there. Boots on the ground. Uh, Micah Parsons won that game. Not the Cowboys. Not Cooper Rush? Not Cooper Rush. Although, I'm on board with saying trade Dak and keep Cooper in there. After one game? After one... Dude, what do you mean two games? He beat the Vikings too. Last year. He's the... Got the best winning percentage out of any Cowboy starting quarterback of all time. Has he only played those two games? Yep. (laughs) 2-0. So far, so good. And I think he might go 3-0 next week. Uh, yeah, that being said, uh, kind of like what we talked about, the, I did pick the Cowboys plus seven. It just seemed like a trap. It just seemed like the world wanted you to bet on the Bengals because Dak was out. Uh, but Micah Parsons absolutely tore that defense or the offensive lineup. Absolutely ruined days for Cincinnati. Yeah, and you know the the bad part about Cincinnati's O line is they can't block, but the other bad part is they can't really run either. I don't really know what Cincinnati can do on offense. But it doesn't it doesn't work out to have all that talent and then not be able to do anything with it. I don't know. Also, and I think Burrow is trying to hold on to the ball longer to make plays, but but that's what he did last year too, and that's why Chase getting, is always open because bit by after five or six seconds of him scrambling around, Chase can get open in that much time. That's what he did last year, and unfortunately, you can't do that every fucking game. Correct. And sooner or later, teams. Which they went on their Cinderella run. I will call it that. I they should not have been in the Super Bowl, but they did it. They're that yeah. March Madness team. You're like, what the hell? Who is Norfolk State? That is <laughs> that is what Cincinnati Bengals were. I mean, that's okay. I mean, they'll live with that. You know, yeah, that was like dude, the hey. best moment for them in the past thirty years. So I would I would do dirty things for that type of year for the Bears. <laughs> like not even a doubt. Like no hesitation. I still think about the 2006 Bears, 2006, 2007 Bears all the time. How many tor- 
frozen tortillas would you have thrown at you for the Bears to have that kind of season? Put me on a cross and let the entire Texas Tech fan throw it at me. <laughs> How that, Just in the like, middle of the field. So 50,000 students would get one throw each. Yeah, they got to hit me, though. <laughs> From yeah. 10 feet away. Yeah, I'm fine. For a Bears Super Bowl appearance, yeah. To go through the excitement of winning a wild I mean, card, winning a divisional game, winning your conference championship. like you're going to have bodily damage. That's fine. <laughs> I've already said I would sacrifice myself if that means the Bears could win a Super Bowl. I just, just so like other fans are not just as miserable as I am, I would be willing to sacrifice myself knowing. And I just want to watch it. And yeah. Interesting. So I mean, the minute the game's over, you're gone. Yeah, I think that's the Wrestling. definition of die hard. <laughs> the fuck, Joe? No, that's die easy. Die hard is like, like, all right, light them up. Let's get the rocks. And then, <laughs> Fair enough. Stone to death. But yeah, no, I'm dead serious. Uh, if I, I think the Bengals should be very happy with what happened last year. I mean, it's not going to happen again this year. I don't think they make the playoffs. And I said that preseason or pre-show, predictions, all that good stuff. I don't know. I mean, that division is still open, right? All the teams lost yeah. this week. Um, so that was good news for them, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, next game on the list, going to that AFC division or conference, Texans at the Broncos. Texans, never a doubt. They got that fight in them. I was not worried about my survivor pick, which was the Broncos to win. Same. Um, I think I was on the same page. But uh, I was curious why the Broncos aren't playing better when you just think, like, it's not even on paper. It's just, like, when you imagine the Broncos playing and who they have and the talent, you're like, okay. I mean, why can't they do be a better version of what the Eagles were last night? Right? Why can't we understand that Russ isn't that good? <laughs> why can't we just grasp that, that Russ is not that good? Why won't they let him cook? I think they did, and it was shit food. Uh, it, it, he's just... He doesn't have it anymore. Also, everything about him now just pisses me off. You know, I, I've started to realize that the danger in Danger Russ is uh, danger if you're betting on him. Um, I wouldn't... So I'm going to learn that lesson before I, yes. before I really learn it uh, and maybe avoid betting on them for a little while until they figure it out. Yep, next game I'm just going to skim over pretty quickly. Uh, Bears-Packers. Uh, <laughs> Was there any anything positive? Anything positive? I mean, Did you see the stat where the, the Bears through two games have thrown the yes. least amount of passes of all time? Yes. Uh, there's nothing. Which is crazy because like 40 years ago they just handed the ball off. The only really positive thing I got from that game was Aaron Rodgers didn't beat me this time. Oh, okay. Aaron Jones did. Yeah, the did. other Aaron fucking walked through us. Uh, that was hell of a game by him. Good game. Two touchdowns. Uh, I feel like Justin Fields did get over the line and the goal line after watching the tip, the clip again. But no, I mean, for the first quarter, I was like, holy shit. We're up 10 to 3. Yeah. I was like, all right. Is it that? And this is like I said at the last show. I always have this feeling that we could win. Hope. It's that hope that kills you. Correct. There was a lot of hope this weekend. Um, Anyways. There's some teams that have more hope, and I think your team maybe has less hope now. I like seeing that uh, 
our defense, I didn't want to say look great, but they did uh, pressure the quarterback quite a bit. Yeah, I felt like that was a really good thing. Uh, that being said, there's really not much to really be happy about. There's no spin zone that can really go here. I feel as if we have a high school offensive playbook. Uh, might as well just run the trip, triple option and beat Georgia Tech. Just kind of down on the Bears already. And I was kind of down when we won. I was like, man, that was a really shitty win. <laughs> Correct. Against the 49ers. I was like, I wish we're not even good at tanking. Yeah, I just think the the Bears have way too many offensive struggles to be good in the NFL. And I don't know how you fix that. Because I don't think you have the talent. We kind of do what the Los Angeles Angels did in the draft. We only draft offensive linemen. Then I don't understand why it's not better. No, we should. That's what I'm saying. We we do the thing where we get another tight end or <laughs> we draft another defensive player, which I love defense. You know me. I'm a Bears guy. Yeah. Uh, defense and special teams. It's our, it's our side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, no, if we were really smart and I'm not a GM, there's a reason why I'm sitting on the couch talking to you. Uh, just draft offensive linemen. See which one works. Um, free agency, wide receivers, they do come a lot. There's yeah. always a ton of free agents, wide receivers. Try to get whatever name you can get. If it's from OBJ to a Kenny Galladay, something that has a name that you know of that has had some talent, fucking sign him up. Did you see where OBJ was this week? He was in New York. No. He was at the Tampa game. Oh. Well, I saw a, I saw a report this morning that he said he would go back to the Giants. Uh, he is basically going around the country right now to just different recruiting. games every week and just kind of testing the waters. He had a, a little chit-chat with Brady before. Well, he said uh, he would go back to the Giants today if if Danny Dimes is benched and they get a new quarterback. Did he really say that? Dead serious. He actually said that? Yes, according to the Giants' Twitter and multiple ESPN sources, yes, he said that he would consider going to the Giants if Danny Bench Dimes was the Bench for who? Who's their backup? Like, that's the thing. Is like Danny think, Dimes is the best quarterback I on their be roster. Wrong, but I think Mike Lennon is the backup. Mike Lennon's not better than Danny Dimes. No, I don't think so either, but that's just OBJ talking. <laughs> well, we we should know that if you want the word, you got to go to OBJ's dad. to. to yeah. Uh, let's get over this fucking Bears game on the, on the Houston – uh, Titans Bills game Yes Um, I was fucking wrong <laughs> You guys were very wrong uh, All day Saturday I tried to be like Me and Post were talking about the games that had the 10 point spreads Because you guys like You guys like to get the points Which uh, you know it's a good strategy um, And I was like I think you guys are way off on the Packers and the Bills I think these teams are going to blow well, we the shit out the of Bears. That's, uh, I picked the Bears Everybody else was on Packers which is fine uh, let me defend this real quick because okay. I saw 80 plus percent of the bets were on the bills and the line never fucking moved from 10 points. That's, that's a weird one. It should have. The line never moved. So I literally thought I was on the right side of the Vegas winning side. And I really convinced myself into that. And I was even talking to Bills like post. It hasn't moved. We're fine. I was talking to my other circuit million people. I wasn't even the one that like, Fought for this. We all agreed, all five of us agreed, or three of us agreed, that Titans 
I wish you guys would have told me before. I I'm not even involved in this, and I would have been like, "Hey, we I, went uh we went three and two. We're back up to five hundred. Okay. I mean, just one week of five and zero, oh, and we're in the money talk. Yeah. Okay. And I think I actually have some really good picks for that, just off of early looks. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Bills are probably the best team in football. I've already looked at Fanduel to see if there's a bet where I can say they go undefeated. No, they're not going undefeated. Who beats they're- them? They can lose. The teams that could beat them, which know that regardless of what's going on, New England football's football. There, it's very. We've only seen one, but I do think it's time. Crazy weather conditions. The Patriots can beat them. The Dolphins could beat them, theoretically. Which um, is this week? Which is this? One of them is this, this week in Miami. Um, which normally I'd be much more worried about, but weirdly, I'm just excited to see what the Dolphins can do against them. Because if I were to describe the Dolphins' offense, I couldn't. I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense. I know exactly what it is. It's it's a 16-year-old kid playing Madden, doing all four verticals down the field. Yes. Then you have either Tua or not Tua, Ver- Tyreek or Waddle. Vertical. It's mesh. Yeah. It's mesh. Somebody's going under and one guy's going down the field. And Correct. The guy going across the field is so much faster than the linebacker or DB trying to keep up with him going like laterally that they can't. No, so if Tua just throws it to them, they're open and then they get so much yard after the catch. Yeah. Uh, Next game we got yeah that I back to the Bills. I'm sorry, I'm not giving them enough love on this show. They're gonna win the Super Bowl. There is no team better than them. But it's too early. It's too early, and the Bills over the past few years have made mistakes that have cost them games. Bills lost their like first three games. Like I, th- I think they were in one and two last year, and they still were probably one of the better teams. Correct. This team is on a goddamn mission. I don't think I've ever seen such perfection from a NFL team. In- easy, easy. I last, know this is last year. The Saints and Jameis came out and. Blew out the Packers, blew out their second game, and they looked like unstoppable. And did they even make the playoffs? No. That's false. I think they went one and one. Did they? Yeah, they did. Because I bet on the Saints the next game after that. And that's what I call an overreaction week two game. They definitely went one and one. I think we. It would be interesting to see. The problem is that Miami is not, I don't believe, good enough. Defense is good. To keep. To get a lead and to keep the lead. I think their defense did a great job second half keeping that lead against the Ravens. Yes, but we cannot run the ball. True. At all. I don't know. Uh, I think it'll be a fun game to watch. It's definitely circled on my picks. Yes. Uh, Next game was Vikings-Eagles. Good God, the Eagles dog-walked them. This was the most impressive game. You, You, How impressed you were with the Bills is how impressed I was last night. Watching the Eagles destroy the Vikings. Uh, Jalen Hurts probably had his MVP game. Yeah. If there's one to like look back on, Honestly, he was 26 we, of 31. Right now, can we look up the MVP odds? Because yeah. it, I would like to take a sprinkle on, on Jalen Hurts if they are anything over 15 to 1. I don't blame you. That's actually not a bad... I don't think it's going to be 15 to 1. I think he's like probably now favored with Josh I went... Allen. From thinking the Viking or the Eagles were probably going to be like the four or five seed to 
I don't see why they can't be the one seed right now on the, the AFC. Eagles? Yeah. No, I think it's them or the Bucks. Those are the two best teams in the AFC. Correct. And, you know, I just – something about the Bucks. I just don't – Yeah, Jalen Hurts 10-1. to 10-1. to 1. That's not – Josh Allen is a two – It's not enough. Almost three to one on. Mahomes, Lamar – yeah, no, and that's what I'm saying. Like last night, a lot of a lot of money was going on this season. <laughs> Two a twenty-five to one. You never know. Uh, I'm still still happy with my Tom pick that I got at the beginning of the year. I do think at the end of the day, it's going to be Josh Allen. When you have an undefeated team, it's really hard not to give the quarterback that MVP. The Bills are not going undefeated. All right, when do you think they lose? They might Let's lose look this up. weekend. First loss. First loss. Plus 170 for their first loss. Then after that, it is undefeated 22. Is that 22 to 1? Yeah, but some of this is factoring in the fact that you need to win 10 straight weeks to get to it. Right, I get that. That's why I'm saying that the odds are pretty damn good uh, for them to go. They played the Dolphins, Ravens. Dolphins is the lowest, the best odd, or the best even money you can get to that. Because it's the closest, not because of the matchup. Is what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, they play Dolphins, Ravens, Chiefs, and Packers for the next five weeks. They could absolutely lose any of those. After that, it does get a little bit easier. I think they're going to they're gonna play pretty goddamn well. You get an undefeated well. regular season right now, 22-1. to 1. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I'm going to put a ticket on there. <laughs> I have to reach out to my Louisiana guy to put, like, 20 bucks on him. Last night, he was able to help me out. And uh, we were able to do 50 on Micah Parsons for Defensive Player of the Year. 50 to win $200. Felt pretty good about it. Four to one. Huh? That's not bad. Yeah. No, I think Micah Parsons, it, there's going to be a point in the season where you're like, okay, he's he Micah Parsons could be an MVP talk. So, first win and loss, do they have Bears' first win? We won the first game. Parker. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Sorry. I honestly did not uh, realize that. But we do uh, have a Texans first win. Texans. And I think that's going to be this week at plus 120. At the Bears. Yeah, this is a Lovey Smith revenge game. Why not? Plus, you're getting plus 120 versus that Bears team? Yes. Davis Mills? Dougie Mills will come out firing. The weather's not bad. It's actually going to be in the like seventy degree weather. No, yeah. not a lot of wind. Eh, we'll be all right. All right. Anything you saw in college that you wanted to look at? Some marquee games. I know. Just going back to college. For this week. Uh, big games that I saw that were in my brain: Texas, Texas Tech, USC Tech. It's at Tech. It's our first road game. What time is that? It's a 2.30 game. Okay. So, reasonable time. <laughs> they do Texas football games uh, later than 11 a.m.? Exactly. Okay. Um, what other ones we got this week? Uh, we talked about a little bit. USC and uh, Oregon State. USC is going to Oregon State. Uh, they are a six-point favorite as of this morning i think it may have changed it's already at six and a half uh next couple ranked games that i see oklahoma going to kansas state we got ohio state at wisconsin that's a big time matchup 
Alabama playing their first conference game against Vanderbilt. Okay. Probably game of the week, I'm assuming, is going to be... We got two. Uh, Florida is going to be at Tennessee. We got Arkansas at A&M, and that's actually a neutral site game in Jerry World. What's that UF-Tennessee line? Tennessee's favored by 10.5 points, and I think that's too much. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points in that matchup, in that Uh, rivalry. And I'll pull this up real quick because that has to be one of the top games to pop up. If not even looking at the number, I would just hit the over. Really? That seems like, yeah, both teams. I mean, Tennessee's been playing in some shootouts. Right, and so is Florida. And we're at 62. Oof, that that might make me flinch a little. It's a little high. A little high. Um, Arkansas at Texas A&M. I actually am pretty intrigued that Arkansas is a dog. I know Arkansas did have a very close game with a non-regular school. To be fair, that was their former coach going up against them, so there probably was a little bit of a spite game. Mm-hmm. I don't really blame Arkansas on that. Um, Ooh, look at that. Clemson at Wake Forest. That's a trap game right there. That is a trap game, and I would actually probably do Wake Forest money. Yeah, look at that. Um, plus 230. Def- Dude, that offense can't fucking score. Clemson? Yeah, not great. Wake can. Wake, Wake okay. I'll take it back. Texas Tech is the Wake Forest of the ACC. Ouch. <laughs> that, that may be worse than Louisville. It's probably accurate. In football, it is. Yeah, I think. Well, Texas Tech has always been known for like, hey, just air raid, sky it out. Hey, they're going to probably put up 50 points. They're going to still give up 70. That's right. what Texas Tech football is, and that's what Wake Forest has been lately. You're right. You're right. I would probably consider them, and I like Wake. I think they're a fun school. Uh, that being said, 56 is the over. I kind of – I'm feeling that one. Yeah. I'm just scrolling, scrolling. Uh, we we originally were – Texas was originally a four-point fa- favorite. It's already at six and a half. Um, I think Texas Tech has like a high school-style offense. Literally – They have the Bears offense? Yeah, probably even worse. <laughs> probably even worse like – it literally looks like something you'd see at like a Texas football like state championship game. Wow, it's not that good. It's not pretty. Okay. Uh, Notre Dame going to North Carolina. This is a home and home. I was at the Notre Dame North Carolina game last year. Notre Dame. Is it uh, weird if I want to bet North Carolina? I don't blame you, dude. That Notre Dame team looks. I just don't think Notre Dame can score to keep up with North Carolina. Right, there's something going on there that something's fucking fishy. Uh, Western Kentucky getting 31 and a half against FIU. Wow, a lot of respect there for the big, big game. Big Vegas is giving them respect on the books. Uh, Indiana at Cincinnati. I think that's a 16 and a half point spread. Probably lean Indiana. I don't feel good about it. I don't think Cincinnati's that good. Eh, I don't know. That's probably one I'll avoid. Right. Uh, Miami coming off a loss at A&M. They oh, do have a bounce me. back of yeah. Middle Tennessee. Minus 26, minus 26 and a half. I think Miami's going to win this by 35 plus. I bet you the score of that game would be 35 to 3. Something like that. I'm going to. That's going in my teaser regardless. I can tell you right now. Oregon at Washington State. Oregon is on the road as a six and a half point favorite. 
over under on that is a 57.5. Uh, just after watching Bo Nix tear it up last week, I can't help but also think that's going to be a good game. Uh, I'd lean the road favorite. I don't like it, but yeah, that's where I'm leaning. I'm trying to find the game where I was like, this is something you need to get now before it gets way too high. And it's Ohio State at Wisconsin at Ohio State. 17 and a half points. So this Wisconsin team fucking sucks. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm right now I'm getting that Miami team in my 13 point teaser. I'm getting Miami down to minus 13 and then I'm going to get Ohio State down to minus four and a half. So I basically I'm just going to need to find two more games that I like. All right. Yeah, I agree. I'm just kind of scrolling, seeing if anything catches my eye. Ooh, Oklahoma, K-State. Take Oklahoma. K-State doesn't have it. I don't think they do either. Uh, USC, I got them at minus six. I've already locked that in. It'll continue to be my lock until proven otherwise. Um, Other than that, yeah, not too much. We can probably break more down once it comes Friday. I'll get into the the lab and do some research and get you some kind of wacky picks that you you schools you've yeah, never heard of. Friday we can do a, a more deeper rundown. Yeah, I'll I'll break that down for you guys by Friday. But week four, just a little preview. Dolphins, Bengals. That's not right. We're on week three. Yep, got that confused. Pittsburgh Steelers at the Browns. Uh, I actually was able to see them at five and a half. I did take an early pick there. Thursday night football game, Pittsburgh Steelers at the Browns. Four and a half point dog, road dog for the Steelers. I'm going Browns minus four. The over under is 38.5. I. You're taking the Browns minus four and a half? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they should have beat the Jets by 14. Obviously, some crazy garbage times. I think the Steelers are better than the Jets. How dare you turn your back on Trubisky? <laughs> I have turned How back fucking dare you? Uh, I don't know. I, this to me, I mean, TJ Watt's still not playing. I would much rather have Chubb and Hunt in the Browns defense than anyone with Steelers. I don't know. I don't know. I'm leading Steelers. I, maybe I'll talk myself out of it. You don't have to talk yourself in. This is just, just a quick look at. Ravens at the Pats. Uh, this one seems like a trap. Ravens are only favored by three points on the road. Uh, Over-unders 43 and a half. Yeah, I'm going Baltimore in that. That one seems like too good to be true kind of thing. Buffalo Bills at the Dolphins. Minus five and a half right now. Over-unders 53 and a half. This screams under. Uh, I under? Just, I know what I you don't saw last it. week. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't – I actually did this this past week. I meant to, to tell you about this. So what I've been doing is live betting mm-hmm. and going both teams to score 15 points because it's like this like weird bet op- option that there is. And uh, so I did this with the Cardinals Raiders, which was funny because, you know, the, I mean, the Cardinals were getting shut out. For yeah, it was what, 30-something uh, to 7, I think? Correct. And I had – both teams have to score 15. Well, two touchdowns would be 14. It wouldn't be enough. So in my head, the whole time, I'm like, man, are the Cardinals going to be able to get to 17? What do I need to do? Well, it turns out I just needed to score a bunch of two-point conversions. <laughs> they only had to score twice for me to hit the bet. Um, and I did this in that Florida State game as well. I did both teams to score uh, 15 and both teams to score 25. 
worked out amazing. Beautiful. Yeah. We really need to get our live bet expert on here. Yeah. Irvin, absolute wizard at it. Yeah. Uh, next game, we got Saints at the Panthers. Panthers are the home dog at plus three. Over under on that is 40 and a half. I have no pick in that. I don't really give a shit. That, that seems, it seems like you should bet the Saints. What do you get? What are you going to get out of that? I don't know. It just feels like it's going to be a three-point game, so I would lean towards taking the Panthers to plus three and a half. Mm. Um, it just feels like a field goal game. Next game, I also feel like it's a trap. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> at the is, Indianapolis Colts. It's a trap, but it's a trap in that, like, you, you I don't know why you were scared, and yet, it it's just, just seems too good to be true. But I also know the Chiefs as well. Chiefs can't. Chiefs are historically, even in like the last couple of years, or Super Bowl years, they're not a good covering team. But here's the thing: they're not winning this game by field goal. True. Uh, this is, but I, no that that Colts team needs help. That Colts team needs Jesus. They just got beat uh, by the Jaguars, and the Chiefs are a complete team. The Chiefs are probably better than last year as crazy as that sounds yep I don't mm, yeah alright next game I think there's a little bit of disrespect here uh, Detroit <laughs> going to Minnesota Dude, it's a lot of disrespect if you watched the game last night um, I don't think the Why? Vikings could play as bad as they could uh, as bad as they did last night anyhow it was um, past Kirk's bedtime he's getting old honestly we say this but at least from a straight-up perspective, I still like the Vikings in this game. Um, I just think Dalvin's going to have a big day. He's right. due. He, he's due, but I don't think he's that good. Uh, Eagles at the Commanders. Eagles getting a little bit of respect. Six-and-a-half-point favorites. Dude, they're favorite as much as the Chiefs are against the Colts. Is the Colts that as bad as the Commanders and the Eagles that good as Here's the the worrying thing is the Commanders are definitely a back the backdoor covering team of the year. Yeah. Yep. And the Eagles already showed in Week One that they will let teams back in at a certain point. However, they did shut out. The, they I mean, so them. so far they're one and one against the spread. Yeah. Both teams are one and one against the spread actually. Uh, next game Raiders at the Tennessee Titans. Raiders are a two and a half point favorite. That one does kind of confuse me. I, I think... No, that one makes sense. I'm just going to say this now. If DirecTV wanted to screw up a game, they could screw up this game and no one would care. I kind of feel the same with your Panthers-Saints game. You got to have Jameis. I'm only there for the pregame Jameis and the aftergame Jameis. And the halftime talk Jameis. All right, so give me, give me on red zone a Jameis camera when yes. he talks because that's all I really need. Uh, next game up, let's just make that one disappear too. <laughs> Uh, Houston's at the Texans. Plus 128 money line. Right. It's the same as the odds were for the Texans' first win. Wow. So, that being said, this I've said it several times before the season even started. The Texans will win this game. You have. Uh, I think I'm going to join you. I might take this as my survivor pick. Oh, that's ballsy. Well, in my league, you can buy back in uh, up to week four. Okay. So it makes sense to gamble with some teams that you're not going to get you, so you never have to pick them again. There's some strategy to that. All right, Bengals at the Jets. Jets are a four and a half point dog. I don't like betting four point spreads, so I'm probably going to 
I don't know what I'll probably tease that down to or something. Uh, don't feel really good about Joe Burrow and that defense. I do feel like they should win against that team. Maybe put Bengals in your money line parlays. Uh, next game, I see Jaguars at the Chargers. Chargers. This is the other one I'm leaning towards my survivor pick. I'm just taking the Chargers because it's just one of the few games I would trust them enough. You know, as as great as they are, like every time that you bet on them, you feel nervous. It doesn't matter the team. Uh, I don't know if Herbert's okay or not. I have yet to hear anything great about Herbert. You're not wrong. Um, but if you do want to parlay the Bengals and Chargers together, that has a minus one ten. Pretty even juiced game there. Mm, yeah. Uh, next game up, Falcons at Seattle. Uh, pretty evenly matched game here. Seattle's favored by one and a half. I don't really have a pick in that yet. I'd probably have to do a little bit more looks. Packers at Tampa Bay. This is probably going to be your bullshit uh, game of the week on Fox with no longer Troy Aikman or whatever. Yep. Uh, give me the fucking bucks. I don't think the Packers are that good. I actually don't know who the wins the NFC North. I don't. It could be the Lions at this point. <laughs> I've seen more fight in the Lions than I've seen in the Packers and Vikings. Yeah, well, we have to see a couple more division games. So, so far, everybody's Packers, tied. Packers versus Bears tells us nothing. Everybody in the division's tied at 1-1. Yeah, we got to see the, the Packers <laughs> play the Lions or the Vikings first. Fair enough. Uh, Los Angeles Rams at the Cardinals. NFC North or NFC West matchup. Cardinals are a 3.5 point dog. Over-under on that's 49.5. I don't feel good picking that. I would lean towards the over in this one. Fair enough. San Francisco 49ers at the Denver Broncos. Let's ride. 49ers are favored by one and a half on the road. Over under that, it's 44 and a half. Ooh. I kind of like the Broncos. Please talk me out of it. Please talk me out of it. I'll talk you out of it by Friday because I think Russ is the shittiest quarterback. Yes, but if if I'm doing a 13-point tease, I'm getting Broncos plus 14 and a half at home. I mean, Jimmy G is an improvement, but he's not that big of an improvement. No, I got you. I mean, I disagree. <laughs> um, I think Jimmy G is a fucking winner. Do you think... Jimmy G's a prettier Alex Smith. So he could win a Super Bowl. Alex Smith never won a Super Bowl, but yeah. That's what I mean. Okay. Yeah, I think he could. Okay. I mean, he'd be in that category as like... Is he like the Brad Johnson, Trent Dilfer, Aaron Rodgers type quarterbacks that won one Super Bowl? Mm, See what I slipped in there? I guess, yeah. Yeah, I, you could, I slipped I, in there. I saw that. nice and slick, right? Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, next, the Monday night game is the Dallas Cowboys at the New York Giants. Uh, the Giants are favored by two and a half. This is one of those games that you would have to bet something in for to really get excited for it because I don't know. This game, I feel like I could watch this game with the Cowboys-Giants. It doesn't matter the outcome. My opinion of each one will not change at all. I don't think you'll learn anything. You'll understand the same things. Saquon's good. Daniel Jones bad. Cooper Rush, we don't know yet. I'll keep betting on Cooper Rush, dog, funny parlays, until he proves me otherwise. Uh, So right now I'm already leaning that. But that's really all I got for recaps previews pre-looks all that good stuff um joe yeah anything you want to say to the people no uh 
thanks for everyone who have uh, reached out to us. Uh, make sure to follow us on oh, Twitter. I, we'll be doing a giveaway. Ooh. Once again, I'm in the battle for third place right now. Like I said, I will donate my money to one of our followers. If, I mean, yeah, I'll donate. I'll, I'm guaranteed money. So it's either going to be 100 bucks or $150. So third, give third us a follow. In what? Fantasy baseball. Oh, yes. Because that league is a crock of shit. Don't feel good taking money away from that place. <laughs> that, the commissioner sits on a throne of lies. That's all we have to say about that. Thank you guys uh, for tuning in, listening, uh, and we'll be back uh, Friday uh, with some previews for the weekend. All right, guys, y'all have a good one.